Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parentingpodcast. There was a time I was working on my car. I was underneath the car doing something, Danny, and um, my young son wanted his training wheels taken off his, his bike. He was ready for that. And I'm like, I'll be real ready to help you, but I have to finish getting under this thing and taking off this part or whatever I was doing under the car. And I heard some noise, and then I saw him as I was under the car right off without the training wheels. He had done it himself. It was, it was like, you know what? I'm ready, and I've got the skill. And I felt really proud of him and very happy for him that he had so much confidence. He just pushed on through. Um, I'm John Fuller, along with Danny Huerta, who leads the parenting and youth department here at Focus. And um, maybe taking your own training wheels off and riding off into the sunset isn't a great thing. But there are some life skills that we can teach our kids, particularly middle school boys, that will give them a sense of ongoing confidence. Um, let's go ahead and hear how Jim Daly and I talked about this with Jonathan Catherman and his two sons, uh, helping your kids build some healthy confidence. You know, in the book, uh, I think it's you, Cole. There's an incident where you did some damage to the garage door. Oh, or was that, that Reed? Was okay. That's me. That's, okay. <laughs> I thought it probably me, both though. of yeah, you yeah. did some damage <laughs> to the garage door. Uh, we both on damage to the house, right? Yeah, I was a garage door. <laughs> kind yeah. of explain the garage door problem oh, and okay. what that taught you. So, for context, I was into bow and arrows, you know, shooting the bow and arrow. Uh, don't know what got into me. Thought that it would be interesting to see what it would be like to shoot or, like, pull back with the opposite hand. Yeah, it doesn't work well with it doesn't bow and work arrow. well, and you shouldn't try it with an arrow in the, you know, I don't even know in what the technical area. term, you know, yeah. but yeah. it shot off, went into the garage, and I was like, I'm going to die. Like, my parents are going to kill me. <laughs> Luckily, they didn't. But what happened was they were doing a renovation on their bathroom, so my smart self, not really. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I went to the bathroom, got some of the, like, wall putty. I think it's, like, drywall putty, is it? Spackling. Yeah. Put it onto where the hole was and kind of, like, textured it, put some dirt on it to make <laughs> it blend in with the garage door, nice. you know. Uh, and then, you know, it was good for a couple of weeks. And then we were driving into the driveway, and my dad was like, is that a bug on the front, dri- front uh, door? And I was like, uh, I don't know what that is. <laughs> no, there's something on the garage door. And we went up and checked, and... Of course, it was the bump from the exit hole. Yeah, it was on the other oh, side. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Whoops, what was that? Um, so then yeah. what happened? <laughs> so, okay, so instead of yelling or instead of getting mad at me, I mean, I guess he was like, why didn't you tell me weeks ago? <laughs> but um, after that, he he taught me how to fix the problem, and we did it together, you know? Yeah, yeah. and All so right. it worked out. Yeah. So now, dad's, now, from dad's, dad's perspective, yeah. <laughs> driving up and seeing the garage door with this dimple on the outside i knew immediately what had happened and we asked does anybody know what happened to the garage door and of course nobody could remember what I happened thank you for that so this is what on. i appreciate about the boys is i could see in their faces they both knew but they weren't ready to tell me i didn't know i, I, no I, I don't know okay so either way reed shows up shortly thereafter and says i have to confess I shot an arrow through That's the garage awesome. door. Yeah. And I could see the fear in his eyes. And this is where you go, okay, yes, d- discipline, right? Mm-hmm. So it's time to be disciplined. Now, we believe that you are either self-disciplined or somebody else has to discipline you. Either way, you need to be disciplined. And so I said, all right, well, you need to be disciplined. And the discipline on this is you need to fix the garage door the way the garage door needs to be fixed. And I will show you how. And we'll discuss from there what follows. And I was thinking, okay, it's going to depend on his attitude now. Does he 
you know, go off the deep end and, and tell me something. I, I'm so bad for making him fix a garage door. He dove right in. That garage door got the full treatment. It looks great. I mean, he had multiple layers of paint on there and kicked the whole <laughs> thing off. It was, he did a great job. So he learned a really good lesson. Now, Jim, a moment ago, you asked about confidence. And is middle school, a boy's in middle school, is confidence important? It absolutely is important, but how do we get confidence? Right. I believe confidence follows capabilities. So if we can teach these young men capabilities, they know they're able, that means their confidence level increases. Mm-hmm. So using, I, I, I don't care about garage doors. I mean, I do, it's my house, but he is more important than a garage door. And I know he'd already learned a lesson about firing an arrow through the house into the garage, but <laughs> it's the, what can we do with this now? Can I teach him something to make him more confident through a capability, which would be in this case, repairing the garage door and also maintain our relationship. Last thing I want to do is fix the garage door and break our relationship. Let me, on that serious subject that we, you know, handled a little lightheartedly, the, the bullying issue, because mm-hmm. boys can be really hard on each mm-hmm. other, especially at the junior high age, which is what we're talking about. Did you ever encounter that? Uh, how did you deal with it? Maybe, Jonathan, from your perspective as dad, how did you even inquire about whether or not it was occurring? So let's start with the guys here. Did you ever experience it? Um, I had a couple people who were mean to me, but it was like more of trying to pick at me to see how far they could go till I got like really mad. Yeah. And I had like patience enough to not care. But there were some kids that just really got on my nerves, and I would yell back at them, like, not anything bad. I would just get mad and be like, shut up, shut up, be quiet. And nothing really passed that. But some kids were just picking at you to get on your nerves so that they could, like, be better than you somehow. Right. No, that's true. I mean, it's a tough time of life. Yeah. For me, it was more name-calling and just, like, you know, just dumb names. And so... I think that my experience with that and my uh, memory of that is just that love and um, trying to see what's going on in their lives is more powerful than hate and trying to break down somebody else's life. And so I've actually made a few friends. Um, Yeah, not naming names, but, (laughs) you know, somebody was picking on me. I talked to them saw what was going on and found out that, like, you know, they weren't having a great time in their life at that point. And we became friends and we've, we're still That's friends incredible. to this day. You That's know? off on that Yeah, one. And then also just with other people, we may not be friends, but, you know, some other people, I've just talked to them uh, and it stopped because yeah. just communication and simple acts of kindness. That really jumped change. out at me is that you suggest even being kind to the bully. Yes. Engage that mm-hmm. person, disarm them. Mm-hmm. And that seems counterintuitive to most of us, especially yeah. at that age, yeah. but it sounds like it really worked out. Yeah. Jonathan, how did you as a dad stay in touch with Reed and Cole? I, and I try to do that. The reason I'm asking the question is that I'm intentional about it with Trent and Troy. I'll ask them, especially during the junior high years, you know, is everything okay? Is anybody picking on you? Anybody bullying you? And their response was typically, you know, that doesn't happen at our school. And I'm going, right, it's happening. You may not be seeing it. But they never really came back with any experiences of being bullied, except one where uh, my older son was in junior high, and the, you know he had a, there was a bully on the playground, and he came after Trent, and Trent basically pinned him down. He just said, "Stop bugging people," <laughs> and Trent's a big kid, so I mean, he think that was the end of that. I think, but there's all kinds of ways to handle it. The one thing that that we approached our boys is they they are givers. They give to people who are in need, 
And when they would have a need to talk to a friend or message with a friend or see a friend because that friend is being bullied, that both the boys have experiences where they're giving care and comfort to somebody else. To me, that was then the opportunity to say, okay, yes, go help your friend or talk to your friend or message with your friend. That opened the door. Then how about you? Is everything going okay with you? And, and then they would share if something was wrong or if everything was okay. And I think that because they are confident young men, they are they are less likely to be bullied than others. And this is a hard part for many parents, I think, to hear is because they're saying about their own children, well, my child's maybe not as confident as that. That's a stage. Help them work through the stage of building their confidence so they become less of a target and become the giver of comfort to others. You know, there's a side benefit to developing confidence, and that is it can kind of ward off the bullies. You can kind of understand how to take care of yourself. And Danny, as you listened along, I wonder if any other steps came to mind in terms of protecting our children from getting bullied. Well, there isn't ultimate protection uh, all around, unfortunately. Middle school years can be uh, a very difficult time for kids, and the first thing you want to do is help your child learn that, that they can talk to you about kids picking on them, and it's not a weakness to let others know because it's not supposed to be that way. Uh, helping your kids with some of the simple things is hygiene and and how to have a conversation confidently about who they are are just some important basic things that we can be teaching our kids in their middle school years so that it lessens the possibility of that. But the reality is that we need to see as parents is that they're going to be mean kids and, and Helping your child understand why the bullying is there also equips them with an understanding in the moment so they don't panic. Yeah, It may be that the child is jealous. It may be that the, the person is super insecure. And the more they can understand that there's an emotional world inside the bully, it can really disarm the bully because then they're no longer afraid. They see with compassion there's this person that is really being mean and... I. I don't, I don't have to withstand that. I can go and either get some help for that person. That person clearly needs help. Uh, but I need to seek my safety in that moment. There, there's bullying all the way to a threat of life in hmm. bullying with just words. So there's a whole spectrum of that. And helping kids be aware of what does it mean to bully and then how do you step in for somebody that's being bullied. That's another place that we can uh, help our kids learn about you yeah. know what what can you do when another child is being bullied and confidently stepping in in the place for for that person noticing that this this other individual is wanting to hurt someone else so i, I go to the word contributor right how can you be a contributor in god's kingdom when somebody is coming in and consuming a moment and and uh bullies are co consumers in their mindset and so as parents Make sure you help your child understand an emotional world that can be very confusing and sometimes hurtful mm -hmm. so that they know how to manage it as it comes up. Yeah, I appreciate that. And obviously, this is a pretty serious topic. Bullying is something we can't cover um, here real fully, but we are going to link over to more resources on our episode page. Or call us if you'd like to just really unpack a specific circumstances, and one of our caring Christian counselors will give you a call back at a time that's convenient, and they'll help you start to unravel uh, the issue and how to help. Um, our number is 800, the letter A, and the word family, or you can find us online at focusonthefamily.com slash parentingpodcast. 
And we do recommend the book by Jonathan Catherman and his boys, The Manual to Middle School, The Do This, Not That Survival Guide for Guys. Uh, We'll send a copy of that along with the CD of the broadcast conversation Jim Daly and I had with them when you make a donation of any amount to Focus on the Family Today. It's our way of saying thank you for supporting the work of the ministry and helping us equip parents and uh, encourage marriages and save babies. All of that is made possible when you donate, so please be generous as you can, and we'll send that book to you, along with the CD. And our number, 800-A-FAMILY. Next time, we're going to hear from two members of a family who went through incredible trauma and crisis. And uh, for now, I'm John Fuller. On behalf of Danny Huerta and the entire team, thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. 